to What's Your Deal. This is the podcast where we read tarot for special guests to find out where they've been and where they're going. I'm your host, Ariana Lenarski, and with me today is one of my favorite personalities, maybe <laughs> I should say. Uh, he is a cartoonist and a comedian. It's Branson Reese. Hi, Branson. Hello. I, I, sorry, I gave such a pregnant pause before announcing your name, like a drum roll. Can oh, I yeah. To invite you in? Recently passed Branson. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never. I would never. God, that would be crazy to have a show where I'm like calling people from beyond the grave or something like that. I guess that's my that, next, maybe my next step. I mean, it's, they're definitely free. Yeah. <laughs> the spirits? The that's, spirits are free? Uh, uh, it's so nice to be called a, a favorite personality. Thank you. Oh, for sure. Like, I. I love seeing whatever you have to say or whatever comes through your like um vessel of you. Oh, thank you. Oh, wow. What a wow, wow. We're off to an incredible start for me. Yeah, I'm is, really Thank you. Yeah, don't blow it, you know. Oh, yeah, no. This is mine to lose now. We'll see right, what right. I if I have anything to go with that. Well, I I think I mean, I imagine anybody listening to this has probably seen your work, but you just have a very freestyle that also is it's like you know your tech I think you have great technical talent as an artist but also there's just like I can almost I I can almost like hear your work like it's oh thank you it just has a lot of it's very dynamic Um, I really appreciate that thank you I really do uh I I really try to like hammer home the 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 musicality or like the musicality but the like vocal uh, aspect of it. I'm really glad to hear oh, that. Oh, that's so interesting. Are you a musician? Also, technically proficient. That's the first I've ever gotten that compliment. <laughs> I, mean, I, I really appreciate I mean, that. I'm kind of talking out of my ass there. Like, I'm not an artist. But to me, I'm like, oh, that looks good. That must mean it's technically proficient. I don't know. I mean, works for me. Okay, no, I great. just, uh, I, there's this, I've certain, I've like noticed this with, I'll go to certain strips or like certain uh, ideas I'm trying to convey. It's like, oh, I've got a pretty, I've got a lower ceiling than I thought I had that I'm like up against. That's funny. Well, when, what, what do you mean when you say music? Are you a musician yourself as well? Uh, no, not especially. I used to play like uh, bass and guitar when I was younger. But all I mean is just like, oh, the rhythm or the flow of this. Or like I try to uh, anytime I have like dialogue in a strip, I try to like say it out loud right, and make sure right. it's not one of those things that just sounds good read. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um. So you had a project that you did. How long ago was this now? Maybe like a year ago? Ah, it's like years ago now. At the But, you know, at the time it was it was current. And I, I just like, I'm just aging faster than I uh, <laughs> used to be. But it was, uh, I think it was two years ago now. It was like most of 2017. Mm-hmm. I was doing a, a comic a day. How'd that get started? What what led you to that? It was, uh, I don't know. I uh, I just had like... I had just gotten my girlfriend Nicole had just gotten me this like uh this little I'm looking at it right now this like Wacom like travel tablet to do digital art. I know I've like always drawn uh but it was like I used to draw on paper with pen and I'd scan it in and upload it. And it was just like I'm too uh it's not that I'm lazy. It's just like my follow through is like it, it prevents me from uh, ever going very far with that so having that like barrier of entry removed so i could just like oh i could just draw it digitally and put it up mm-hmm. i was um i was i mean i started drawing comics and i was like oh i'm doing like three of these a day i maybe i'll like slow it down a little and try to like uh, just so i don't i have like a real tendency to burn myself out or i'll get like real hot on an idea and then 
two weeks later have like completely forgotten about it. So I was like, I want to see if I can do something a little more long-term. And so I, uh, yeah, I just like challenged my, I hadn't, I realized at the end of it, I hadn't made that aspect of it public, but I was just like, Oh yeah, I'm going to do a comic a day and see if I can sustain that for an entire year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it, it, this is also like, this is the end of 2016 when I started doing mm-hmm. it. And it's like, that was a this, dark time. I mean, I, yeah. Now <laughs> it's like, it's easy to forget, but it's like, Oh yeah, that was like a really dark time. Really dark. And I was like, I need yeah. something to focus my brain on or mm-hmm. I'm going to lose my mind. Wow, I forgot about that. It's weird how long ago that seems, even though it was, yeah, right? I guess it wasn't that long ago, but I felt the same way. I cut all my hair off. I like quit my job. Oh, it was, yeah. It was it's not a, good. There was, some, I mean, I mean, I know what it was, but it was like there was something <laughs> awful in the air. It was, uh, yeah, that was like a real, that's become like a little bit when I like pitch it to people, it's like sort of becomes the party line that like, it's more aligned now than it is true of like, oh, you know, it was like it was a different time. Trump was elected <laughs> and we were all sad. It was like I guess that was like part of it. But that really I wasn't really thinking about that at the time. Right. Or I was trying not to think about it, I guess. Yeah. Um, It's funny because like that time, which wasn't that long ago. It's three years ago. Right. Even though it feels like two millenniums ago, basically. Yeah. Um. I wonder where we're all at now. Like, I guess we're still being traumatized, right? Like, every day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, for sure. It's just so funny because, I'm sorry, I'm just, like, reflecting on this now. I haven't, like, thought about it really at all. But it's weird. It's not exactly... We're being traumatized all the time. But we've, like, adjusted a little bit or just, like, yeah, yeah, I'm being traumatized all the time. Um, And I wonder... Hmm. I just I would love to know how other people feel in authoritarian like societies. I'm sure they feel the same way where they're just like, yeah, you know, terrible things are happening all the time. That's the thing. You I know? always the like through line I always seem to note when I like read about p- people in situations like that is like, oh, no, it's actually like boring. It's more right. than that's the it's shock like, of off- it. obviously awful. But there's also like a real boring day to day aspect of it. Which is really shocking and weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what. I wish I, if I was like a, a more thoughtful man, I'd be, be able to like connect <laughs> that in some way. It's like, oh yeah, it's just that seems to be what happens, and I guess that really sucks. Yeah, I mean, I guess there is a phrase. I think it's called the banality of evil. I think is the phrase. Oh yeah, that's ringing a bell. Right, something like that. Somewhere deep in my brain, it's like you've heard this before. Yeah. Um. So I'm curious. Did. When you finished the project, did you feel like that element of discipline like stuck with you or like were you did you inspire yourself or were you kind of like, all right, I'm never doing anything every single day ever again? Oh, I mean, there's it's like, yeah, I like eat every day. But like I, uh, I was I don't know. I was a little I was a little pleased with myself. I was a little impressed <laughs> with myself because it's really I it's I just I cannot stress enough like what I, it's really difficult for me to like finish things. Mm-hmm. So. And I've got just like weapons grade ADD. So it's like, it's nice to, it was like, oh, I did a year of something that wasn't like self-destructive. Like that's yes. a very, this is, that was a huge milestone for me. And then it was like, I took two weeks off. I like when I timed it sort of. So like I was going on vacation right at the end of it. Mm-hmm. It was like, wow, this is incredible. I'm on top of the world. <laughs> and then I like got back from vacation and what didn't have like a project to right. occupy my mind. And it was like, Oh yeah, this is how I like spin out into oblivion. So I just started doing comics again and I don't do them on the same schedule. 
but it's uh like Swan Boy came around pretty quickly after that. Mm-hmm. And I did a few more like one-offs and I don't know. That's like, then it turned into like the more typical thing in my life of like, Oh, I'll just start a million projects and see which ones catch fire and then follow those. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're more comfortable now with that sort of like, um, what would I say? I don't know if it's multifaceted. What's the word when you're doing a million things at once? What is that called? Um, I, uh, I don't know. Stoking anxiety. <laughs> I don't know. So do you get mad at yourself doing that? Or are you kind of like, oh, this is who I am. Like, I just have to sort of like deal. What do you mean you know? like mad at myself? Like, do you... Are, do you feel like you've accepted like I just have to have a million projects going all the time? Oh yeah, or do that's you still like, kind of give yourself a hard time about it. Oh yeah, yeah, that battle was lost like twenty years ago <laughs> for me. It's like I just have to do that or I'll right. go insane. That seems healthy. I think so. I think it's fine. It's like a big part of it that I have. This is a big part of like growing up and like not to well whatever. I don't. I'm comfortable sharing it, not to overshare, but like no, the part of sobriety for this me is- has been like. Not being too hard on myself when mm. I just like eat shit at something. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I tried it. It didn't work. Like if I had tried the the year of comics and I had come out like a month short or something, it's like Oof. that would have sucked. Yeah. But like ultimately, who you know, I'm not that important a person in the grand scheme of things. Like it's fine if I fuck up. Right, right. Um, did you have any moments? Do you remember any days in particular that were like really you were like, I don't know if I'm going to make it today? Oh, yeah. And you can see in the comics those days, too. It's like that's it's just like pulling nothing out of nothing. There's just they're nothing but effort. Some of those. There's a few, too, where it's like, oh, I don't have a joke today. Maybe I'll try something a little experimental. Mm -hmm. And I always feel like I hear stories from people who try stuff like that. And they're like, and that led to the best one or like that led to like a real breakthrough. And for me, those always led to like nonsense that I'm embarrassed has my name attached to it. That's funny. Um, There's like one where it's like an old man. He's like, time to die. And like a baby (laughs) comes out of his mouth. It's like, that's not a joke or even a coherent thought. But it hits me on a deep level. I get that. I mean, I'm glad to hear it. It, it, When I look at it, all I can think is like, this is a a man with nothing. (laughs) Uh, Which is how we all feel. Yeah, maybe that's that's what I've tapped into is. The desperation of (laughs) having nothing. Yeah. At the end of the day. Um, I'm curious. So, can we talk about your sobriety slightly? Is that okay? Are you comfortable? Oh yeah, of course. You as deep as you want to go with that. Oh okay. Um, how much did you feel? So was did you find sobriety through like anonymous programs and stuff like that? Um, I didn't find it through that, but that was like early, like my first year of sobriety. That was like a big part of it. Mm-hmm. And then I sort of, uh, I don't, I, I don't mean to like disparage them. They're wonderful programs. I got a lot out of them. I have a lot of, uh, uh, I may or may not in, you know, in the interest of anonymity, I may or may not have a lot of friends still in <laughs> programs, but like they, uh, uh, it's like Schrodinger's alcoholic, but I, uh, <laughs> I, I it was like a big part of early on helping me and sort of like coming to terms with like no this is the word is alcoholic and you are one Th- that was a big part of it early on for me but it um that wasn't really necessarily part of how I found myself there and then the last kind of what am I five and a half years sober now in the last like four years it's really not been a big part of my uh sobriety I'll pop into a meeting every once in a while mm-hmm. but uh 
it's more it's more to just like okay i just like readjust and get back on the straight and narrow but it's i don't know i don't i don't miss the like 90 in 90 thing that i was doing early on what's that i don't i actually don't know what that is oh you just go to 90 meetings in 90 days and it's it's just you know it gets you it I see why they do it early on, especially like it gets you into the habit and it makes mm-hmm. that uh, sort of changes your relationship to reality. So you have something consistent to look forward to and to do. Uh, and I, you know, I, I didn't, that was another one. I was like, I didn't quite make the 90. I got like 67 and mm-hmm. 90 or something. I, like, it's not great, but I did pretty well. And uh, like, it was nice. It was good. Like it was very helpful. And mm-hmm. I learned a lot about myself, but it's uh, yeah, I just sort of fell off and stopped going as regularly and don't I don't you know, I don't miss it, but I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with it necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I mean, from what I hear of it, it seems like sometimes people are turned off by the faith element of it or like the, this kind of God stuff. Yeah, I on. mean, there. I don't know. But like, it's really there what... for sure mm-hmm. if you want it. But it's also like. I wasn't really interested in that aspect of it. And it's like, you can sort of, you, you can sort of just hand wave that away and right, be like, right. Oh, higher power means like there, people would be like, Oh, for me, my higher power is like, is nature or is right. Right. You know, whatever. Interesting. Or like love or something like that. Yeah. Whatever. I hate to, you know, is whatever it needs to be for somebody. It right. can be, it's a, it's as religious or not religious as you need it to be, but it's pretty, strictly non-denominational do you feel like there are aspects now in your life like what do you think is what what do you think is you do you feel like you have a higher power like do you feel like you have a faith faith Uh, i don't know that was always (laughs) that was like a tough aspect of it for me to crack because i'm uh uh i'm just deeply (laughs) egotistical maybe i just like have a I wish I wasn't, but it, you know, I was like, oh, this is a, this is a bigger obstacle than I'd like it to be. I, I don't know. I grew up pretty religious, so it's not like a, yeah. Oh yeah. I grew up very religious. It's not like a difficult concept for me to swallow Uh as much as it's like, I just, it just wasn't ringing. That aspect of it wasn't like ringing true to me necessarily. It's like you go to a meeting and like you get out of it, whatever you need to get out is my, that's my philosophy on it. And it was more as like, Oh, there's like learning this, like, oh, something, this explains a behavior that's always been present in me even before I was drinking Mm -hmm. and, you know, finding a connection to, through, to, through that, to other people, that was very powerful. But the idea of like being powerless and needing a higher power to, to help me through it, that aspect of it was always a little, I was like, okay, it's just, it's this part of the meeting now. And I'm going (laughs) to. It's I'm not necessarily giving it my full presence the way I am when people are like sharing their uh, their experiences. Yeah, it's not having to say that you're powerless. I don't even know if I really get that Mm -hmm. exactly. Like there's something a little bit maybe you need to regain your personal power at times. Maybe I don't know. It seems there's something about the wording is odd. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's also it's like I don't mean this is, you know, don't if anyone's listening, and they're like, should I try AA? Like, yeah, <laughs> yes, give it a do shot. It. <laughs> don't let me like turn you off from it. But it's like you the powerlessness, powerlessness aspect is like it, that's another one. It's like it's there as much or as little as you need it. That's just an aspect of it that for me, I was like, this feels 
I, this is just it's the same thing as like when I would go to church when I was a kid and like some of the language I was like, I'm just going to tune out of this part because it mm-hmm. makes no sense to me. Did you um, so were you did you have to kind of like realize that you didn't really buy into the religious part of growing up or was it something that was um, like were you in it? Did you believe in God and then you got out or like what was your history with it uh, as a kid? I don't know. It's like softer and less dramatic than that. It was a little bit of like, I grew up believing in God. I grew up uh, Episcopalian and like pretty active in church. But we, the thing is like we moved a lot. So we were switching churches all the time. And so because of that, we were always, there wasn't always like, uh, like in Mobile, Alabama, it was like a little tougher to find an Episcopalian church. It was like, we'd go to the Baptist church in that case. And like, when you do that, when you're growing up or when I was doing that growing up, it's like you start getting a bunch of different uh, reads on the same religion and like different or almost like not even the same religion. Like you start getting different philosophies. And because I was getting such a like mixed bag of it, I was able to sort of like it was like, I might as well. We're only going to be here for like six months. I could just sort of pick and choose the aspects that I liked or didn't like. Hmm. And so because of that, there was no – I didn't really feel any need to like – I was never involved in like a very like strict or authoritarian feeling church growing up. So there was no need to like uh, – the period that like a lot of people go through where they're like, fuck this, I'm out, and they like rebel. <laughs> I never really felt any need to do that. It was just sort of a soft like, okay, I just don't go anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's just – this is just – it just occupies less of my mind now it's like that's all it ever really was it was a very like if i had to give it like the writing of my life a note i would be like this is really a not dramatic arc at all (laughs) do you remember any um feel do you remember any feelings about witchcraft that you had growing up uh it seemed cool Uh, (laughs) it seemed like cool and scary it was uh i do so this is the thing about like growing up in church is like you learn about hell early and quick and it's uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, I think you're really like rolling the dice when you tell kids about hell when they're like four or five. <laughs> it's like, it's such a fun, because like I babysit and I, or I used to babysit and like I was babysitting four-year-olds and the idea of like Oof. talking to a four-year-old and being like, so there's this place called hell is like, it's monstrous. I can't imagine doing that, but there's like, that's what they do. And so as a result of that, it was this like, there was this part of church where it was like, whoa, there's like a Halloween aspect to church. And that would like, uh, yeah, I don't know. That was, so my, I mean, that's a very like dismissive of, of witchcraft, but that was like my sort of window <laughs> into it growing up. So, which all it did was like, it, it made like the idea of witchcraft just seem like cool as hell to me when I was a kid. So the sort of like satanic lure. Yeah, I mean, it's like telling somebody, it's like, don't date that cool guy who <laughs> drives to school on a motorcycle and smokes. Like, of course, it made it seem so awesome. But you have you have not had your tarot read before, is that right? Um, I have, actually. I had oh, it read okay. at a party. I don't know anything, really, about tarot, but I had it read at a party one time. Okay. Um, and it was, I, I mean, it, I think it was like the caliber of tarot you get read at a party. Right. Totally. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to read the tarot of Branson Reese. Welcome back to What's Your Deal? We are about to read tarot for Branson Reese. So, Branson, do you have questions for me before we 
begin? I uh, oh god, I feel like such a <laughs> such a moron with uh, no, Tara not stuff. at all. Is the, uh, okay? Is there? Uh, uh, I know like the basics. I remember the the home improvement where he gets the death card, and they're like, <laughs> "It's actually that's not a bad card to get." I know, so I know that stuff. But is uh, uh, I guess are there like basic questions before you do a uh, a tarot reading that it's like oh that'll that's like gonna lead to a really i guess what i'm saying is there are are there like better types of questions to ask to get a better reading gotcha okay i want to game this yes you can you can definitely game tarot i definitely have (laughs) um so i don't okay well my ground rules are i don't answer questions about health Mm because it just seems not ethical to do that I could go into it, but I just, I don't feel comfortable doing that. No, I should talk um, to a doctor. Yeah, no, yeah I, I, I should probably you. talk to a doctor. Um, so mm, the way I recommend people ask questions is in a way where it's not necessarily you're handing over your will to the card. So you're not like, should I do this or will uh-huh. this? You know, it's more just like, I usually recommend people say something that centers their Ability, uh, personal power more so I'll say like what do I need to know about blank to take the okay. next uh, what, what do I need to know to take next right action or something like that that's usually a question I like that. I ask um, that's probably the most when I if I read for myself that's usually the question that I'll ask I'm just like what's the next thing I need to do um, you know do you have an opinion Tarot um, <clears throat> oh so just like treating it almost like a friend that exactly. like, hey, well, now what would you do my friend yes exactly and it usually gives pretty good advice, <laughs> but you also, you know, you, I think what's so great about it is the, I think the point of tarot is you kind of end up being in conversation with yourself, uh, capital S self sort of, of like, mm-hmm. there is some sort of the, the, what I hear most is that people feel like they're kind of remembering what they already knew. It's very rarely that I'm going to share anything that you might not already deep down know basically Mm -hmm. which kind of ends up making it feel kind of like a therapy session i would say oh Um, but for the most part i don't think there's typically many surprises with tarot sometimes it can be a little like wow that's really deep but i but it's never like you know you're gonna meet a woman with long blonde hair who's gonna curl her hand and you'll become thinner every day for the next 10 days or something like that oh god yeah no i you see me i die oh that's terrible uh Uh, wait so would you okay so there's like no it doesn't give you like ominous warnings or anything right it's not like you have seven days to die no the most it'll ever be is like if you're a control freak about this it's not gonna work like that's generally the hardest tarot goes is like okay uh, that's from my perspective, Tarot's philosophy is very anti trying to control things. That's what, that's seems to be the biggest vibe that I get. Um, oh, cool. It can at time. I have seen it at times sort of give a suggestion about if people are into control. Like that's typically like if I see a card, there are some cards in the deck that are like, eh, this person is not open to you know, if you're asking about love or something like that, sometimes it'll show like, eh, this person isn't really open to connecting with you. That's that's typically what I, the hardest that hardest things that I see. But it'll never be like, you know, you're. It's just never specific about like, 
death or anything like that. I think that's what people are most people are really afraid of getting bad news. Well, they don't want to die. Yeah, I no mean, one really to, wants I, to die. I don't blame them. <laughs> it's uh, okay. It sounds like Taro is like he's not a bad guy. You know, he's right. like very misunderstood. Okay. Well, I mean, great. Okay, then. Uh, yeah, I'm. I, uh, um, I guess. Uh, oh, could, oh no, I guess you'll talk through the the like the arcana and stuff as it yes. comes up, right? Because I don't know what any of the cards right. mean. Yes, I'll tell you. Um, there's. I like that you knew the word arcana. That's really cool. Um, arcana. I know just enough to like to to bullshit, but right. I don't know anything beyond that. <laughs> uh, same. Um, oh, cool. cool. <laughs> arcana means secrets. Uh, and there are major arcana and minor arcana. So there's big secrets and little secrets, or maybe it's mysteries. It might be mysteries actually, like the word arcane, basically. Uh huh. So if you get a major, if we do a spread and you get a major arcana, that'll be a theme that'll last for like a longer period of your life, a deeper lesson. If you get minor arcana, it's more something that's like you should mail that letter today. You should um, call this person back. Oh, it's cool. more like day so to day. So that's on like sort of a, a smaller timeline. Yes. Like you should get a good night's sleep tonight because you've got to get up early tomorrow. Something like that. Not so much oh, like, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> lighter than like, I, I'm trying to think of like a bigger theme than that. Um, it is time to <laughs> reinvent your entire personal philosophy or whatever it is. Whatever. Some, there are cards like that. Yeah, by 7 o'clock tonight. Yeah, by 7 o'clock tonight. So, I guess my question for you is, what what would you like guidance about? Uh, uh, I I don't need to, like, address tarot when I say this, right? (laughs) Uh, No, no, not really. I mean, you can. I'd like to hear you do that. Well, I mean, I just, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I don't want to come to your house and be rude, you know. You know what's really funny that I can try? I, I do do this sometimes. If you you can say something to Tarot and I'll pull a card and it'll say something back to you and I'll tell you what conversation like you can say hi to it and I can tell you what it says back. Yeah, I mean let's do another okay, tarot. Do try that? How okay, how ahead. you doing? Are you do you feel ready for this? Okay, I'm pulling a card to ask that. Okay. Give me one second. I'm just gonna before yeah. we start, I'm gonna consecrate the deck so that we can have this conversation. One moment. I'm gonna just say a quick prayer over these cards. Okay, so you're saying hello to Tarot, is that right? Yeah. Okay, it says back. <laughs> it showed me kind of a dramatic card. It showed me the reversed three of swords, which is um, <clears throat> a heart getting stabbed three times by three what the swords. Fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I said hello. It's stabbing in the heart And it's times? reversed, so it's almost like it's actually being really dramatic towards it. It's saying, oh, Branson, thank God you're here. I've been waiting i've been in so much pain that we haven't spoken it's like literally being really dramatic and funny to you oh god oh so <laughs> wait this is like a joke i think it's trying to say like oh branson like oh thank god you're here like i've been oh, okay. in so well, much this is pain my, that's waiting how i like to you. be greeted yeah. yeah yeah like really effusive like over traumatic like Oh, at last my worries are falling away from me branson thank you oh this is i thought it was trying to kill me this is fantastic <laughs> Well, let's do this then. Okay, hello. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to ask before before you ask your deeper question? 
No, I'm afraid it's going to break my legs. I uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, let's let's do my. I guess my dramatic, deeper question okay. is, uh, Taro. I've got uh, what feels like 100 projects in the mm. works right now. Okay. Uh, I'm excited about literally all of them, but I, I'm you know, I it's only 24 hours in a day. I'm getting a little starting to feel a little overwhelmed. Uh, what what would you? I don't know. Do you do you have any advice on mm-hmm. uh, on how I should budget my time? Mm. Okay, so how can Branson budget his time to focus on the project that's going to mm, align most closely with what feels good to you, basically? Yeah, I mean, it's almost, it's like, I am I feel torn. It's like I'm into every single thing. I think it's, it is actually love them all. seven or eight projects right mm-hmm. now. I love them all. It's like, how do I how do I make room for the, it's like time. Mm-hmm. I, I have the constraint of time. Mm-hmm. Like how do I make room for everything? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see what we, what we get. Okay. So I'm pulling three cards. Oh, how, what an interesting spread. Okay. So there's another hilariously dramatic card here. The devil. Oh, the devil. <laughs> God. <laughs> but it ends in a nice way, I think. Okay. So what we have here, we have the reversed emperor. We have the devil, and then we have the eight of swords. So I'm going to explain each of these as we go through. So you so did all the get swords. Yeah, you got some swords. That's fine because you're you're an artist, and swords is about um, <clears throat> it is about like mental force and like you know uh, having clarity of purpose and you know mental stuff. But it also is the metaphor for the pen or for the writing utensil or for drawing or. Um, oh, anything that has mightier than the sword. I get it. Okay, exactly. Because when I, you know, I when I think of a sword, I uh, I think of a, a martial weapon. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is more about cutting. It, 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 tarot views swords as like cutting through the bullshit, basically. Which oh, I guess cool. Okay, that's a very. I'm into that. Yes. Um. So the reversed emperors in the past position. So this card, which. Oh, man, I might, like, hope that you'll, like, kind of draw these later. Um, so oh, yeah, I'll draw it all. Yeah, that, I think that would actually be really cool. Um, so you got the emperor. Emperor sits on this throne. He's got a long beard that looks like Santa Claus. He's wearing his okay. little crown. And he's got um, holding sort of like a scepter thing. Um, he doesn't wear any shoes. He's got his, these long socks on. And he has sort of interesting. A, yeah, he's sort of, which shows he it's kind of a message of humility and humbleness that he has, even though he's the emperor. Um, and he has a sort oh, of, so this is a, he's like, I'm no better than you guys. Look, exactly. I don't even wear shoes. Exactly. Yeah. Even though it's okay, like, he's yeah, not such a bad guy. Right. Right. No, not at all. Even though there's a part of me, it's like, yeah, you are like you're sitting on the throne. I um, mean, you tell me emperor and I'm like, this guy, this guy's he's got to have some bodies on his hand, you know? Yes. Yes. So. He is basically like the stereotypical – it's funny that in the break we were briefly talking about your dad. He's a stereotypical father figure, um, which means that he guides growth. He um, creates structures for um, more chaotic – and I don't say chaotic in a bad way, just sort of like mm-hmm. the way nature is kind of chaotic. Uh, he provides those structures for things to grow. Um in its most just way, in the way that's going to make it uh, blossom most uh, beautifully. He just he just is there to make sure all the trains run on time. Uh-huh. Um, 
And he has, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. And he's very, you know, he's, he's the figure of authority. He's very comfortable with authority and he's very comfortable with um, being in control, basically. Um, mm-hmm. And this card came out reversed. So it's, it's kind of showing that um, on some level, uh, for this to be in the past position, it shows, and the past position is just basically your recent past, the lessons you're sort of leaving behind that you, you know, you're moving into this next phase, next boss mm-hmm. that you have to contend with. Um, that the old ways of structuring discipline for yourself are like possibly not working quite as well. Like you're, you're, you're oh sure, you yeah. Know, like you've had to let go of the way you used to do things. Uh huh. Um, because you've grown out of them, sort of. Like you're able to do more, so there's like an adjustment period now happening. Oh wow! You know I, what I mean, I cannot tell you what an easy mark. I'm like completely sold on this right now. That's totally true. <laughs> I, well, I mean, it is. <laughs> I swear, I'm not scamming you. Um, so, well, so what's really interesting though now is you're at, at the present position is the devil. So the devil, spook. It's a spooky card. He's got these. Yeah, this can't be good, right? This is. <laughs> I'm familiar with the devil. <laughs> you're familiar with the devil. You grew up. We were just talking about hell. And here you are. You're in hell. Uh, finally, you're finally with the cool ass. Finally in hell, you're where finally I belong. Where you in hell? Where you belong with the person you've always like kind of were into anyway. Um, so he's this figure that like sits with these clawed feet perched on a some kind of pillar with these. He has these giant bat wings and um, like a goat's goat's horns, and his ears are long and hairy and pointed, and he has a long. A, a beard that's not as inviting as the emperor's Santa Claus beard. It's more like gnarled and dark. And so my story is the progression of beards. The progression what of I'm, beards. I'm getting so far. Getting worse and worse. Uh, his lo- his his naked uh, upper body. He kind of looks like Pan. The lower half of his body has um, like long centaur-like fur. Uh, uh-huh. And he raises his right hand towards the sky and his left hand points down to say that he, he's pointing his left hand down to say there is nothing but the material world. This is uh, uh, there's nothing more than, you know, what is before you. There's no such thing as love. There's no such thing as faith. There's no such thing. You know, it's I, and that's my present. That's the present position. And Whew, okay. <laughs> well, well, we'll get into it. I, I think I can kind yeah. of understand what it what it's talking about. It also shows below it, it shows these, there's human figures as well. It shows these two humans that are in, that are bound to him. So they're naked, they're in chains. Uh-huh. And one, they, they, their expression is actually not fearful at all. They look pretty chill. Uh, and hmm. uh, there's a man and a woman. And um, the woman has a tail of grapes, which I'm pretty sure actually does signify like alcohol. <laughs> Um, oh, like yeah. wine, like getting drunk. There's no wine. way there was going to be no alcoholism in my it's reading, there. right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's really interesting. It actually is there. And then the man's tail is on fire, so it's kind of like lust-based things. Sure. Um, and they have chains around their necks. But what I always say with this card, and it is a spooky card. Everyone is like bright orange. It's the colors of Halloween. It's like black, white, orange, and like a tinge oh, wow. of red. 
That's the uh, that's the Tenacious D album cover, it, right? You're absolutely right. Actually, it looks exactly like the Tenacious D Devil. <laughs> that's <laughs> like... the. I wish I had like more sophisticated like frames of reference, but that is like no, oh no, yeah, Tenacious D. I've never heard someone nail it that well. It is in fact, it looks exactly like the Devil from Tenacious D. So you've got every new detail you described. I was like, I just it is it is him confirming yes. what I first thought. exactly yes. So. Basically, so scary looking card. But what I always say with this card is, um, and you'll see when when you actually get to look at it, the chains around their necks are very loose. So they could kind of lift them off and walk away at any time. Oh. You know? So this feeling with this card is that I think right now in your present position, as you are grappling with wanting to give yourself to these projects is how much the stories you tell yourself are somehow going to create more time for you. It's like not actually going to be about making time. It's going to be about telling yourself a different story about time. <laughs> is that like a crazy thing to say? Does that make and, sense? Well, I'm having trouble wrapping my mind around what yeah, is Yeah, it's kind of like the whatever your inner narrative is telling you about what needs to be done, I would think twice. Like I think there is oh. I think you may have, I think you have time to do everything. I think you have time to actually even be in flow in a way that feels really at ease to you. Hmm. Um, and I think there might just be some tweaks that need to be made around what's really true about what you're telling yourself. Because that's, to me, that's the devil is just a liar. Like the devil comes along and is always like, I don't know, tells you some lie, says you're worthless, says oh, yeah. nothing you ever do will be enough. You'll never get your needs met. Like no one can meet your need. I mean, it really is what drives people to addiction. It's truly the addiction card. Like there is. Oh, a, I know him well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it's very much that sense of um, there's this hole within me and nothing can fill it. But but, the uh, you know, whatever it is, sex, drinking, whatever, whatever it is. And mm -hmm. it's not even that those things are the problem, of course. Like I, I'm, I'm probably preaching to the choir, but like it's, it's, it's the, it's the lie of lack itself that is the issue. So this is very profound. I, <laughs> I got to agree with the devil. <laughs> um. So, I would say, and I wish I knew. <laughs> I don't know you're in a narrative. You know, like I don't know what you tell yourself that keeps you from believing that you have time to do these things. It might be like, if I don't do this thing that I hate, I'm not going to make enough money this month. If I don't... Um, I mean, I know, though. It's, uh, what's God, the lie? this is really yeah. ringing true. It? It's that I'm a fuck-up. It's that I'm not going to be uh, able to... I'm wow. not going to be able there to use is. my time efficiently. That's the lie. It's not true. Oh, boy. I'm telling you... <laughs> I mean, you got, it's just you got to understand it really feels true. I know. I know. I get it. Uh, <laughs> well, when he comes up, here's what what here's what I have done. I, I very much relate. I very much like had to face this dude and listen to what he was saying because I didn't like I didn't like what he was saying. For me, it was more surrounding stuff around um, when I felt like I faced him it was surrounding stuff around sex mm -hmm. of just like. I'm so fucked up. I'll never be able to like have a normal sexual relationship. Like that was, that was my big one for me. Oh yeah. And I just kind of had to sit 
face the I I literally like got in the bath, like ran a hot bath and was like, I'm just going to talk to this, quote, devil. I'm going to separate myself from whatever this voice is that's talking to me. And just like let it talk, like just like let it talk and ask it questions. Um, Oh, wow. And it was really kind of it was really cool. It was really difficult. Um, But I remember, you know, being in conversation with this devil feeling, you know, and asking like, okay, well, what do you believe? And the devil being like, you're a bad person. Like, you're just a bad person. And you're like, okay, um, why? Yeah, elaborate. (laughs) Can you elaborate? And it elaborated in these really scary ways. It was like, you're, you know, you'll never desire in a way that's actually you know okay you'll never like be attracted to someone in a way that it's okay like all these kind oh, of God, like, that's awful i'm really sorry deep, yeah just like these really deep deep and scary things and and i just kind of let it come up and i didn't i didn't listen i didn't like risk what's what would be the word i didn't like react to it it's just like okay this is what this devil believes and yeah. it's kind of like where where do you think you got this uh, these ideas like it was like quest interviewing the devil basically Oh, like, that's so interesting. It was really fun. <laughs> like, this I mean, is was, so, I mean, this is really resonating with, this is a big part of why it's like, this is why it's like, I'm completely, I like to talk about my sobriety is it's like, if it's, I feel like when it's just me and the devil having that conversation, I can get swept up in it. Totally. It's like, ah, you're right. Yeah. But then as soon as I start sharing it with other people, it's a little bit more of like, listen to what this asshole said it's, and they yeah. can sort of back me up. Totally. Yeah. It's and, a, and you can kind of, he's he he's not <laughs> he's powerless like he's not telling the truth so he's got nothing like he really he's really yeah. he's truly has nothing and the more you interview him and be like well where did your beliefs come from like i'm not saying they're right or wrong i'm just curious where you got this from he's like got nothing <laughs> like yeah there's really no the end of the line for him is you know it came from our parents. You know what I mean? It's like some, yeah. some random thing. That's he's like, like a Republican in an Aaron Sorkin screenplay <laughs> yeah. where he's like, but no, but what I meant to say, no. <laughs> that <laughs> That's like the voice exactly. And then he like kind of spins and there's like a bunch yeah. of smoke. I got to own the devil with yeah. like logic and reason. <laughs> kind of, like kind of. <laughs> Isn't that weird? No, it, it's very, I did really, uh, wow, that really, uh, I'm very, I got to sit down. That's very powerful. <laughs> so just have a chat with him. And it looks like, so I love your card for the, so that's your present position, but I love your card for the future position as well. So this is like your uh, upcoming couple days. It's a minor arcana. So um, like we said, it'll be sort of like the what you do today or the next day. So <laughs> I'm sorry you got so many cards that have sort of like intense imagery. So this card shows nah, <laughs> This card shows a woman who's blindfolded and she's bound, and she's in God, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> and she's in a cage of sorts. Holy shit! <laughs> and her head exploded. And her head exploded. She's kind of looking down. She has her feet in this sort of like damp water, and um, so it does actually appear to look, and the skies are gray behind her and it looks as though she's not she looks trapped like she looks like she's not sure what to do next i would say so yeah um (laughs) and this is the card that we see when we feel a little confused um 
on the deeper on the on the really intense side of things would be like almost like a victim or complex or something like that. But if she comes up, it's usually just like, hmm, I'm not quite sure what to do. Um, but what I do love about this card is this is kind of what I always say about this card. She's um, not bound very tightly. Her legs are not tied. And it kind of looks like she could slip out of her bonds. And then she would just take her blindfold off. And then the cage huh. is also kind of not real. It's just these swords that are sticking out of the ground. So she, it, there isn't actually a closed cage around her. So she could oh, kind of yeah. take a sword, which, as you said, is like this weapon, and just kind of walk away. And the metaphor for her is that the solution is... I, I, I like her because it always is... With this card, it validates, like, you actually know what to do. It's just not always that. It's not as easy as you'd like it to be. Yeah. Um, because it is difficult to, it is honestly one of the most difficult things to tell yourself a brand new story and then have faith that it's true. Like that's very difficult to switch from the devil stories to like what is actually true simply because it's, you know, it's like unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. So, but that's her, that's her purpose basically is that she grabs a sword. She kind of remembers her clarity of purpose, which is the ideal of swords anyway. And then she just, you know, marches onward on her journey because there are cards in the deck where it's like it validates more like yeah yeah you're really fucked right now <laughs> like there really <laughs> there really are cards that are more like you're really going through it like this sucks like and there's there's really nothing you can do but sort of like you know hang in there and this th th yeah. this is not this card this is more like mm, i think you can grab a pen and write down what you're fine you're yeah. okay like it's sounding like a big theme in this reading for it's like that uh scene in roger rabbit where he's handcuffed and he just like takes his hand exactly out exactly such a perfect yes that's perfect that's oh, exactly yeah he just slips what right a out scene. and then puts himself back in and you know that's exactly that's exactly right oh wow so, that's i mean i gotta say you know i feel sorry for whoever gets them but like it's good to know that there are more like ominous cards in there and this isn't just a like you know, it's like, oh no, there is. It could be bad, but it's not bad. Yes, I. Oh yeah, there, there are. Um, I think there are like three or four cards. I mean, I'll be honest. The devil is no joke. You know, he comes up when you're really facing an old lie. You know. Oh no, I mean that shook me. I gotta yeah, say, yeah, like, yeah. Devil yeah. shit. The devil is meant to be like, hello, wake up, like, <laughs> like. Oh Jesus! It's time oh, to change. Yeah. You know, time to change your ways. Um, but. There are other cards that are sort of like, you know, they. That, I'm sure you've seen them online because people joke about them all the time. The one where, you know, the guy's sitting up in bed with his head in his hands and there's... Oh, yeah, the like know, me after bringing mm -hmm, all those after swords After killing home. all my swords. Uh, you know, there are cards of great sorrow that really show that you're actually experiencing grief, like really deep grief or deep anxiety. Yeah. And this is more like, okay, I know it's hard, but, you know, let's... <laughs> Talk it up. <laughs> Come on, you know what to do. It sounds like I got the get over it card. Uh, not no. I I know what the get the get over it card is the four of cups. This is more like oh wow, you had that ready. I, I know which card it is. This is more like oh, why don't you, why don't you let's let's write down. <laughs> you don't you remember your purpose, don't you? Like come on, it's more oh, of a, yeah. it's more of like the come on, come on. Come a little on. punch on the shoulder. Yeah, a little punch on the shoulder. Like, look, let's go. Come on. That's that's more what it feels like. It's not as harsh, hardcore as like, get over your... It's not like, get out of your emotional problem. It's more just like, eh, come on. Yeah. 
Is there a card that's like, shut up, you coward? Are there any like, uh, that are just like, insulting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, what a, this is incredible. Tar- Tarot's amazingly snarky. Like, it's wonderful. Like, it really will... T- t- it's, it'll, it's sassy. I'll say it. It's a sassy... It's a really sassy way to live your life. Um, it sounds like it really went went easy on me. I love that you said that because I mean these aren't these aren't the. I mean you'll see them when I when I send you a picture of them. They're they're scary looking. Some of them are scary looking. But, but oh yeah, I can't I'll, wait to draw that. Devil. I think it speaks more to you really that it would sh- it wouldn't show you anything you weren't ready to see. So actually, it more speaks to your character that like you know, it's going easy on you because you're. A mature person that's like ready to handle your, you know, you. I think you're a very powerful person, and it, it's difficult. No, thank you. You know, it's difficult to take responsibility for that sometimes. And I think that's, it is. You know, thank you. And I think that's kind of where you're at is just like learning how to responsibly um, develop your gifts. You know, in a way that yeah. benefits your life. So, and I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of excited for you. Oh, thank you. This was wow. That's, <laughs> what a positive reading. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know how I quite pulled that off with the devil being there, but it feels positive. Well, to me. again, it's like I don't know much about tarot, but if I was doing a read, and I shouldn't, I guess, for this reason, but if I was doing a reading and somebody got the devil, I would just be like, run, you got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I want people to face their fears. Maybe that's that's my, I, I tend to push people towards and like, you can do it. Don't worry. I'm, I'll help you. You're not alone. God, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> well, do you have any other questions? Thank you so. What a what a great. You're a great uh, person to read for. I have to say. Oh my God, I'm so I'm happy to hear that. Thank you. You did. You were incredible. You did so much better. Uh, th- I only have one other person who's ever done a reading for me, but you easily lapped them. <laughs> That's my goal. Is to make everyone else, you know, to beat everyone else. Oh, yeah. You know, Life is a zero-sum game. Exactly. Of course, we all know this. Yes. It's a winner and a loser. Yes. Um, well, thank you so much. How can people find your work and find you Oh, yeah. Online? You can uh, – I'm all over the place. You can uh, – I'm on Twitter at Branson Reese. I have a website. It's Branson-Reese.com. Uh, geez, what else? Uh, Instagram. I'm Branson of God on Instagram. And uh, those are those are the big three. Oh, swanboy.com. I have a – a web comic. Those are the big four. I don't think I realized it was Brand Son of God. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> my my. I think I changed it recently, or like two years ago or something. But I forget what it was before that. But Branson Reese is taken. There's another guy oh, got it. So strange. I just like jump around. Well, thank you so much, Branson. Truly thank a, you for having truly me. Truly a pleasure. This was so nice. Thanks everyone for listening to What's Your Deal, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.